0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the NBA front office show. A lot going on around the NBA, and particularly in the Valley of the Sun. That's where we're going to start today. Keith Smith joining me, as always, follow him on Twitter at KeithSmithNBA for some fantastic basketball takes, sometimes some Marvel takes as well, and some amazing pumpkins. Keith, this this (laughs) whole story coming out of Phoenix, it, it finally got released, ESPN, Baxter, Holmes, Story on everything going on with Robert Sarver, the inner workings of the Suns. Not a good look for Phoenix or for Robert Sarver.
1: No, not at all. We, we, uh, due to some shady. Uh, tweeting i guess is the way mm. i'll put it uh we got advanced notice that this story was going to come out and that's not cool don't don't scoop somebody if it's not your scoop. right but uh, that's a whole other podcast we could go down and and uh quite frankly neither of us have have a lot of time because we have hungry spouses who want <laughs> to eat right. tonight so um so yeah the uh it was worse though than we thought that i at least when i read it like it I read the whole report or article uh, from Baxter Holmes. Yeah, there were parts where I was like, oh my gosh, this is way worse than I thought. Uh, the NBA has now come out and said that they've launched an investigation. Uh, they're using the same law firm that they've used mm-hmm. quite often uh, over the years. This law firm helped investigate the Tim Don- Donaghy scandal. Uh, they're, they've are they done tampering investigations for the NBA uh, as well, so they, they're, they're going to come down with whatever uh, decision and findings they have, and then the NBA will go from there with this but yeah ugly ugly story um does not look good for uh, robert sarver and quite frankly for some other members of the sun's Mm -hmm. organization who have come out in defense of him as well
0: yeah i mean look there was um it was interesting that they allowed a, a response to a lot of the different things. Like, here's what they put in, uh, Baxter Holmes put in, here's what the, the complaint is from a number of different people, like Earl Watson was in there, Corliss Williamson was in there, yeah. a lot of people, right? But then also, here's what the response is from some specific people that the Sons and Robert Sarver asked us to interview. Here's their response. So it was good to see both sides of it. There were some parts of it sure. where I went, okay, a lot of that's kind of conjecture that's in there where it's hard to, you know, it'll be hard to verify this and this, but there were other things where. I went, oh my I mean like the the Lamarcus Aldridge bit that was in there and things like yeah. that. I went, Oh, yeah. I was not expecting to read yeah. what I just read.
1: <laughs> yeah, I also think too some of the stuff that's not even sarver specific, yes, but just organizationally. True. But that's what happens when you're if your top of your organization is exhibiting this kind of behavior, people underneath them are gonna gonna follow suit. So so we'll see. You know, there's no uh no no one has been uh no, no form of punishment at all has been handed down by anybody in this, but th- this is probably going to be months and months before we'll, we'll find all this, and and we'll see if uh, something comes out that is a little bit more um, damning. Is there video? Mm-hmm. Is there recordings? Is there anything like that of uh, behavior, if that, that comes out later? But uh, follow-up from ESPN is a lot of people who were anonymous sources there, because, it included a lot of current sons, uh employees, yeah. or or at least maybe it's one who's uh, saying everything. We we don't know that necessarily, but it is. Uh, of course, they're going to be anonymous because they don't want to lose their jobs. Right. Uh, so so we'll we'll see. But uh, they ESPN had some uh, follow up reporting that people have said that they're willing to go on the record because they they want to clean things up. Wow. So so let, let let's see where this goes. Yep. But let, let's go uh, on the court ish for for the remainder of our news uh, on and speaking of kind of
0: sort of on the court ben simmons i don't think it's siren worthy but <laughs> no. daryl Morey did speak to ben simmons uh, about potentially returning to a game and ben simmons said he is still not mentally ready mental health is the biggest concern right now and he's he's working through all of that um Keith, I gotta say, I've seen this take from some Sixers fans out there that have been questioning this. This mental health is this is this real? And it's how do you confirm or deny yeah. that some people saying he's gonna he's using this in order to just not play in games? But it's such a it's a it's such a topic where you want to tread lightly, and you don't want to assume anything about anyone with that. It. It, it feels wrong to even to question it at the same time.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. We've come too far in the encouraging people to speak exactly. out on mental health issues, especially in the world of sports to then turn around and say, yeah, this guy's full of crap. It's not real like that. That's does not sit right with me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, uh, there is probably something going on there that he just is something is not right with him right now for a return to basketball and until it is he's not going to going to do that. Now on the flip side we're hearing uh, other reporting I think it was Ramona Shelburne had some reporting that he's kind of shown up doing the bare minimum and then and then leaving which is kind of wildly predictable I guess. We yeah. we we could have you know gotten there. So yeah, we no 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 resolution. We don't know when we'll see Ben Simmons play basketball again. I am going to continue to believe it will never be for the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh,
0: That has been your take for, for, I mean, I guess months now at at this point. We'll see if that is indeed how this plays out. Uh, Your team, obviously Marcus Smart had some interesting comments. We discussed that on a recent show, but uh, the Celtics had a, well – a players only meeting kind of like that's the way that was team the, dinner. Yeah. That's the way oh it, no, was, as Al Horford it was, it was presented. Right. <laughs> it sounds like it wasn't quite as formal as what it initially sounded like. Close the doors, lock the doors, players only. We got to figure this stuff out. Now, I didn't, I don't think that's really what it was. Uh Jalen Brown though also had some response to what Marcus Smart had said. I I know you're in the middle of all this. So what's, what's your take on everything that's going on with the Celtics?
1: Yeah, I think the reality on this players only meeting was probably fell somewhere in the middle. It probably was not as whatever as the, some of the Celtics are blowing it off as, and it probably wasn't quite as uh, you know uh, crazy and deep as some of the reporting that was out there was. So, so we we will ultimately see uh, where that goes, um, you know, uh, moving forward uh, with them. But yeah, they they are uh, they're in the middle of just a rough start right now guys are uh you know struggling it's that they're they're not really going the way that they want to be going and we'll ultimately see you know well where where this comes they looked good last night against orlando it's orlando's not a very good team so we'll see uh but yeah and then you know i think jalen brown's right in saying it's probably something we didn't need said uh publicly and you know most times guys want to handle stuff in-house but Mm -hmm. uh It at least for one game, it had the desired effect of the ball moved a lot better. Uh, players were moving, and they really uh, looked good against the magic, uh, for the most part. Uh, uh, better than they had, at least uh, at
0: any rate. They were willing to pass the ball, right? Yeah, Uh, that's it. Jumping from your team to my team, oh my goodness. Injury bug. Go away. We dealt with you enough last season. LeBron James um, yeah. now dealing with an abdominal muscle strain, we believe it is. Shams Tarania reported that it would take probably at least a week that for LeBron to be out. It means he's out tonight against Oklahoma City Thunder this weekend. They're playing the Portland Trailblazers. He'll be out of action for a bit here. Uh, on one hand, this is why you go and trade for Russell Westbrook. So when you have These nights without LeBron, you have somebody else who can take over some of that offensive burden, but still rough. LeBron already missed two games this season due to an ankle injury, and now dealing with this issue, we saw him go back into the tunnel during their last game against the Houston Rockets, had to stretch a little bit more. Apparently, it was an aggravation of this injury, and that's now causing him to miss about a week. Now, the Lakers are being very conservative with this. They have said multiple times, we view this season as a marathon, not a sprint. We're going to take that approach. So we know that he, they're not going to put him back out there until he is 100%. They're going to take every opportunity to let him heal up. But still, not what you want to be seeing, especially this early in the season and given the frustration from Lakers fans after last season was just absolutely decimated by injuries.
1: Yeah, in, in that taking the long-term view is the right approach uh-huh. uh, for for them. You you do not rush anybody back, especially, again, I go back to with the Lakers, we talked about this Feel like ad nauseum, but when you build a team with guys who are closer in age to you and I than they are to players coming into the league, you're going to have injuries and small things that maybe. This might be something LeBron might have been able to play through 10 years ago. And now he might not be able to. And then it's just that's gonna be kind of the way it goes. Some of this stuff is to, you know, instead of being a day, it might be a week. Instead of a week, it might be a month. So we'll we'll see, you know, where these kind of injuries uh go with them. And they they're gonna be they're going to continue to be tested with with that depth. That's why they went out and signed a million guys was to protect against things like this. And uh, my guess is while he's out, Carmelo Anthony takes on a bigger role uh, in the offense. If he plays the way he's been playing, then It's probably not the end of the world. Probably going to see Russ do a lot more as the primary distributor now uh, over the next uh, week or so while LeBron is out. I imagine Rondo gets back into the rotation after he hasn't played in a couple games, and he gets back in there as the the, uh, secondary uh, creator, and uh, they'll – clearly also or should lean on Anthony Davis yep. a little bit more so 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 we'll see what this looks like but but this is the worry when you have an older team is these these little injuries can can become bigger things than maybe they would uh would if this was a younger team
0: well and certainly compounded by having Two of the younger guys, Kendrick Nunn and Taylor Horton Tucker, are currently sidelined as well. Those are the guys that you would kind of say, okay, well, you know, LeBron's off, so let's have these guys do a little bit more of the heavy lifting. But they are Um, out with injury too, although it sounds like they both could be back in a week or two, somewhere in that range, depending on how their reevaluation goes and their respective injuries. Uh, Some good news, though, on injuries. T.J. Warren, out of a walking boom. Come on, T.J. Warren. (laughs) Let's get healthy.
1: Yeah, this is great. Uh, Last uh, time we really saw TJ Warren, he was lighting the bubble up and dominating and then played very little last year, got injured uh, early in the year with a a foot injury. And Excuse me, I have the hiccups. Uh has taken a long time to get back and uh and now he's finally getting back. So so that's good to mm-hmm. to see. Uh as uh, Rick Carlisle put it, his scans were fantastic, I think is what he said, or great yeah. or something uh in, in that that uh, realm. And sounds like we're probably only maybe another couple weeks or so from maybe even less from seeing TJ Warren back and the Pacers could use him. Uh they they've not only have they had injuries, but they've also uh Getting off to a little bit of an uneven start uh, at times. The offense doesn't look exactly um, what they wanted, and, and I think you get Warren back in there. Karraslavert, they can get and keep Malcolm Brogdon healthy. Yeah, he just All got of a sudden, back. that team starts to look look uh, yeah look a little bit different.
0: Yeah, Malcolm Brogdon came back from his hamstring strain, so that yep. that was great. Uh, yeah,
1: the Pacers. They... The problem is with Malcolm Brogdon is keeping him healthy exactly. for longer than like a week at a time <laughs> yes. lately.
0: Bubble wrap, bubble wrap. Pacers break it out. Yeah. Unfortunate news. Jakob Pertl. Uh Can we... Keith, you you tweeted something about this the other night, about how you don't want to mention health and safety protocols ever again, yeah. or something something like yep. that. Uh, and here we are. Jakob pertle Now he's going to be missing some time due to just that. Rough blow for the Spurs. Yep.
1: Yeah, it just... It, it's, I'm done with this. I mean, I, like everyone else in the world, I, I fully get it. I just, you know, it was one of those things where I'm like, ah, oh, another one. And then uh, I'll mention it here because we're on the subject. Isaiah Joe of the 76ers Now, the more uh, casual fans probably don't know him. He's a deep bench guy for the Sixers, but it's yet another player for the Sixers that's out. So this is a is an issue. The Sixers, after Tobias Harris went down, mm-hmm. uh, with the same thing. And then I don't know if you saw Doc Rivers gave an update where it sounds like Tobias Harris has has it bad has uh, you know a pretty bad version of COVID. We've yeah. we've seen a lot of reporting where guys are like, yeah, I was. You know, more or less okay, right. and you know, this uh, he said, uh, you know, Tobias Harris is doing okay, but he is uh, but but he's 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 got it kind of bad, so uh, that that's not a great thing, um, you know, clearly there. And then Isaiah Joe was out in the reporting, was uh, that now Philly is gonna have their entire team tested just to be on the the safe side with, with this, as, as we know, the NBA has changed, uh, that they're um they're testing protocols based on uh your vaccination status and the like and those right. kind of things for for various players so uh but they're gonna get them all tested which is the right thing to do if you got a couple guys get everybody tested make sure this is not gonna run through your whole locker room and and go where we go Joel and me, uh tonight's gonna play he says uh despite a sore knee so uh philly you know the Big win over the trailblazers the other night with a very limited team. Mm-hmm. And now they're going to be rolling back that group back out there again, I think for the next several, uh, uh, Probably week, week and a half here at least without a you know, handful of key players.
0: And then to finish things up, we've got uh, Damian Lillard. Chris Haynes put out a, a pretty lengthy story all about Lillard and kind of his where he was at, how he was wavering about rejoining the Blazers for a little bit or at least sticking around long term. Wasn't sure what their championship prospects looks like. But uh, but it sounds like he will indeed be staying with the Portland Trail Blazers and thinks that they, they can do
1: something here moving forward. Yeah, and with Chris Haynes with Damian Lillard, you can take it to the bank. Yes. Chris uh, kind of made his bones as a reporter in the Portland area. As Dame came on the scene, so did Chris. Uh, so they've 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 gotten pretty friendly. But on top of that. This also, this article includes a ton of direct quotes from Damian Lillard. So it's, this is not a all sourced reporting and, uh, you know, um, you know, he openly says he met with LeBron James and Anthony Davis and, uh, you know, and through that conversation that kind of helped make up his mind to stay in Portland. Um, you know, and that, that's, uh, you know, I think that's kind of cool. And I, I thought too, he gave a very, um, thoughtful insightful and deep answer uh with the takeaway quote because it's fun was i'm um, ten, 10 toes in portland right. but one of the things he said was just how it might not mean as much to him to win somewhere else uh if he was to leave because he's it, it's not the years of investment in time and those kind of things so yeah it's a I, I as i said i said this on a radio hit today Go ahead and take Damian Lillard off your uh, trade trade machine. Mm-hmm. You might as well put a put a no trade restriction on him because he doesn't want to go. He, he's he's gonna stick it out, out there. This this broke while we were in the show. Uh, Earl Watson has issued a statement, oh. uh, basically going back at um at uh, Robert Sarver, uh, kind of saying I'm not oh, gonna do this back and forth uh-huh. thing, but yo hey people spoke up uh this is the way it is and i'll i'll speak on this later and uh, mm-hmm. Earl watson for those who don't know is now with the toronto raptors uh we're working for them so that uh statement came out through the raptors so uh yeah uh, pe- people are uh coming out kind of hard here at um uh server on both sides so that that to just kind of come full circle on the show it's it's this is going to be really, really ugly it uh, is. for the next um, you know, several, I would say, months, uh, You know, may, maybe even longer than that. Could be.
0: Yeah, definitely could be. And and I want to say just in terms of tactics, strategy, whatever you want to call it here, they're pretty smart of Earl Watson to say, look, I, I'm not going to start going back and forth here because all that's yep. going to do, that's just going to hurt the Raptors, right? That's going to yep. take away from what exactly. they're doing. So this is very smart of him to say, this is what I'm saying, and this is it, and we'll address the rest later.
1: Yep, Yep. you're right on it, man.
0: All right. Uh, well, obviously a lot going on in the NBA. A lot of it not great stuff. Some good things. TJ Warren, happy for him. Uh, so a few good things there. And then Damian Lillard, of course, staying in Portland. I think that was the outcome most of us were hoping for, unless we were hoping Damian Lillard would wind up on our individual team, right? People out there watching who wanted to get Damian Lillard. But uh, I think this is the best case scenario for I think really for him, for Portland. So some positives, a few negative stories as well. Heal up, LeBron James. Heal up. But, um, Keith, I think that was a pretty quick and, uh, th- but still thorough run through of everything going on in the NBA.
1: That's perfect because now neither of us will get in trouble with, with, uh, hungry spouses right. on, uh, on our various, uh, homes here because, uh, that's, uh, anybody who's in that situation, usually that's me. I'm usually the one who is, uh, getting cranky <laughs> about being hungry, but she's, uh, ready to go. And, uh, and then, yeah, and then we'll, we'll get back to it. I, uh, I, I won't spoil it for anybody, but I'm seeing the Eternals oh, tomorrow boy. morning, so I'm uh, super excited. So I will I will share whether I liked it or not. Spoiler: I'm probably going to like it because I like basically everything in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'll, I I won't do any spoilers, but I will uh, put put some uh, you know non spoiler thoughts on my timeline at some point tomorrow. Uh, with, with that, well, so, I'm yeah. excited to, that, to get a, your
0: take on it. That's um that's one that I'm definitely yeah, looking forward to as well.
1: All right. Yeah, I'm I'm excited because I don't know anything about these characters. Yeah, I was not a uh, comics guy, so I'm excited to meet a whole bunch of new characters. Be a good time, hopefully.
0: All right, everybody, make sure you do subscribe to the NBA Front Office YouTube channel. Turn on those notifications as well. Till next time, see ya, and stay safe.